Welcome, Jumpmasters and Squaddies alike, to King's Canyon Radio. I am going to be your one and only host. My name is Ryan, or Hello Ghostly, if you're searching for me across the interwebs via space and time. And we're back again with another Apex Legends podcast. This week's episode is going to be some opinion time. It's going to be my opinion goodness on what's been going on in the Apex Legends world. Last week, I had a Voidwalker episode. However, I didn't actually upload it, but I will be uploading it before this particular episode. There were some key points that I did not go through in last week's episode that I'm going to do right about now. And those key points were the unlockables. So let's go through the challenges. Tier 1 starts off as the following. Play Armed and Dangerous, that would get you the Void Walker badge. Get 30 headshots, and that will get you 30 crafting materials. Win once in any mode, that will get you the Wraith loading screen. And complete 7 dailies during the event, that will get you the Paint the Planet G7 weapon skin. So those are the Tier 1 unlockables. Those are things I didn't discuss. Then on to the Tier 2 stuff, we've got Win 5 Armed and Dangerous, which will provide you the Armed and Dangerous badge. Then we have Get 60 or More Headshots, that will get you 30 crafting materials. Win once as 3 different characters in any mode, and that will get you the Wraith music pack. And then last Last but most certainly not least, you will get the outside the lines G7 weapon skin if you complete 14 or more dailies. Now onto the store stuff, because I didn't talk about that. On September 3rd to September 10th, you'll be able to pick up the Wraith Voidwalker for 1800 coins, the RE45 skin known as Gnarly for 500 coins, the Lifeline Blossom skin for 500 coins, and Gibraltar Hardline for 500 coins. Then on September 10th to September 17th, you will be able to pick up the Wraith Voidwalker skin again for 1800. The Wraith Frame Void Shadow, which will be a thousand, which I have no idea what this is, but I'm excited to see how that will work and how it will do if you don't actually have the skin. That will be an interesting one there. Then the Prowler skin, otherwise known as Nightlight, will be 500 coins, followed up with Bangalore's Counter Culture for 500 Apex coins. So. What are we going to be discussing today other than that? We're going to be talking about my opinions on the Voidwalker event and how I feel about it. Firstly, the good things. That animation was redonkadonk, and I really like that very muchly indeed. I also like the fact that we have a brand new town takeover. The new town takeover is very interesting. It's something I have yet to see myself, even though I've played consistently since this event has come out, because no one wants to drop there. They're all too scared to drop there for some reason. Every team I play with are still persistent to drop the pit or Bone Town, as I like to call it, otherwise known as Skull Town, or even Thunderdome or the airport area at the at the edge of the map. Those are the places they want to drop. They don't want to check out the new portal that's on the map. No, sirree. They want to drop into other high traffic areas and hope for the best. I don't know why that's the case, but it is, and it's been frustrating the balls off me. It's been really annoying me and getting under my skin and I don't like it at all. On to the new mode Armed and Dangerous, I have some opinions on this. I thought that I was going to enjoy this mode because I genuinely enjoy using a sniper, I enjoy using a shotgun, but I don't enjoy this mode. 
Why don't I enjoy this mode? Because every single time I've played it, one of two things happened. We've either dropped in a hot zone, and my teammates are so clever, they're such the smartest people, that they drop in a hot zone, but they can't actually win gunfights. But we drop there, okay, fair enough, pants teammates, I can deal with that. But that's not the thing. I always drop there, and I have the worst luck. I never find any armor, I never find any weapons, and I know the spawn rate for armor is very low in this particular mode, because they obviously want you to drop quickly in this mode, but I very rarely find a weapon on drop, and I get just done over in the stupidest of ways. It frustrates the pants out of me. I don't like this mode. I have gotten a champion in this mode, but I got heavily carried through that. The lifeline was the real MVP in that game. You are a G. I'd like to thank you for that. But overall, not enjoying Armed and Dangerous. Like, I love the triple take. I love the Peacekeeper. I love the Eva 8. But I'm just not finding these weapons. I'm getting ganked really easily because my teammates are morons and there's no weapons in the locations in which I drop, which is very, very frustrating. In addition to that, also getting armor in that mode kind of feels like a cheat. It feels really OP because the spawn drop for armor in that mode is very, very low and it's very hard to find and it feels like you're kind of cheating your way because you can win most gunfights because most people don't have armor in that mode. I just have some frustrations. I don't like that mode at all, but I am going to try and continue to play it now and then. I'm not going to play it as much as I would normally. Then the other problem I had is the actual event itself. I thought this event was going to follow the Bloodhound proceedings is the way I'm going to say, but that's not the correct word for what I'm thinking of right now. But I thought it was going to follow the Bloodhound event, where at the end of the event, at the challenges, you'll be able to unlock a brand new Bloodhound skin. Even if it was one of the less important skins, even if it wasn't like the Voidwalker skin, say it was the Gibraltar one, or the Lifeline, or even the Bangalore one, it still would have been nice to have something towards the end to unlock it, as well as I thought it would be a fantastic move on Respawn to kind of have things to smooth them over, but nope, nope, they want your money. If you want that really nice new skin that is really cool, and is in the really cool animation that comes with it, then you're gonna have to pony up a bit of money, and by a bit of money I mean a lot of money which frustrates me to no end because it just proves to me that even though they say they care about freeloaders, they don't necessarily do because if they did, they would give us something now and then. They would throw us a bone, like, here you go, have this. Like, they might still do that. There is a possibility that they will do something like that with the possible leak of the Halloween-ish skin that was revealed. They could possibly have some special Halloween event planned that they will give something back to the community, but it doesn't seem to be the case. I really don't like their model. I understand why they do it. They want to make money and as much money as they possibly can, and they know the character skins are going to be the things that people are after, even though they're not very visible in the game because you don't really see them unless you do a finisher they are still something that people like and want to get and it kind of makes sense to lock them off from a monetary point of view but as a community point of view it just sucks it just overall sucks and it makes me very upset indeed and I kind of wish this wasn't the case like I wish they went more down the line with Overwatch where you can still unlock these things you can still earn crates and you can still play and have a good time it would make your community a hell of a lot less toxic than what they currently are. Like, I know the Overwatch community isn't the best one in the world, but at least we can actually earn things during events. At least we can
can unlock things and possibly get the skin that we want, or we can earn enough coins and then buy them. Like, I'm sitting on 120,000 legend tokens, and I can't spend them on anything because I don't have the gold weapons to buy the alternative skins, so that means nothing to me. I have so much tokens that I can't use. They just sat there on my account going, Hello, we're here! Like, why can't I use these to buy Apex packs, for example? Crikey, I would take 10,000 legend tokens to buy a pack. If you made the pricing model stupidly ridiculous, you would still encourage people to buy Apex pack, especially when they would get that dopamine fix of opening an Apex pack after they earn all these credits. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. It's frustrating. And also, I don't like it, okay? I don't like it. But that is going to be it. That's my opinion for the Voidwalker event. I don't like it, and I will continue not to like the way that they microtransaction the shiz out of this game, but it's going to continue regardless, and a lot of players will eventually turn off and just not play this game anymore, and I'm getting to that point to a degree. I do turn it on every night to do my challenges. I'm returning for the Battle Pass mainly now. I want to finish this season's Battle Pass, and if there's something cool in Season 3, I guarantee you they'll rope me back in again. But that is going to be my time for this podcast of King's Canyon Radio. We'll be back again shortly with another episode. I don't like to give a time frame on that because I don't know when we're going to have something to actually talk about, but I did want to give my opinions on this whole event. I know it's a bit of a downer. I know that's how I've been on this game lately, but it's just my feelings. It's how I feel about the game, and I can't change that, sadly. So yes, I hope you folks have an awesome week slash weekend, and I will catch you in the next episode. But until then, get ready to drop Ghostly Out. <laughs>